0: But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. Please be seated. My hands would be dyed a pretty purple by the time we were done. I don't know how many purple whole peas I cracked open, but I can tell you that I cannot stand the sight of them to this very day. My mama and papa would grow a huge garden every year. Corn, turnips, okra, squash, potatoes, onions, tomatoes, bell peppers, red bell peppers, yellow bell peppers, green bell peppers, jalapenos, green beans, purple hold peas, and green peas. You name it, it was in the garden. But with this skin tone of mine, standing outside picking this bountiful harvest wasn't uh, too much fun. So, I would often hang back with my mama and help shut the corn, snap the green beans, and pull those purple peas. This bounty would feed them and the family for months and months. However, there would always be more than what any of our refrigerators or cabinets could hold, so they would be given away. Neighbors would enjoy sweet corn and okra and everything else for months. They had an abundance, and they gave it away. Mama always knew who the neighbors were going through a rough patch, and they would be at the top of her list. I learned a lot sitting on that laundry room floor, holding those peas. Some of my best life lessons came from those moments. Those moments were made possible because there was an abundance. The age-old question of what do we do with our surplus is the driver of today's gospel reading. Here we have Jesus responding to the request to tell my brother to divide the family's inheritance with me. Jesus gives a saucy answer back, exclaiming, Don't trust your possessions to be what gives you life. Jesus then goes into this parable illustration. A farmer has a surplus, you see, a bumper crop, and decides to tear down the barns that he already has built, build a bigger one, and store this abundant gift. Jesus then gives a hard blow to the merriment, saying, what good are these things to you when you are dead? So the question remains, what does one do with the abundance that life sometimes offers us? The story is centered around possessions and monetary wealth. However, I think we can also apply this to other areas of our lives. You see, God's economy, an economy not of this world, works by engaging our abundance, whether money, time, talent, and putting it back into our common life. You might find yourself with unoccupied time on your hands and wonder, what can I do with it? See for the past couple of weeks I have been engaging several administrators and staff at UCA talking about their community's needs. One of the top needs they identified on just about everyone's list is mentors. People to walk alongside their students and their faculty and their staff to listen and to just be present. The number one need in nursing homes according to a recent survey companions maybe you have a knack for playing music i know a choir that is always looking for more talent my point is this everything we do everything we have little or extra is not ours, but is God's. We are caretakers, stewards of what has been given to us. The question is, when we find ourselves in abundance, how are we gifting that back into this alternate economy, God's economy? Are we holding on to things because we are fearful that one day we might not have enough? remember the great toilet paper scare at the start of the pandemic that might be some of it but what i think is more is we often don't realize the needs that is out there in our community our states and our world we just don't know what to do with our extra when we put our abundance back into the economy of god's kingdom We then keep that gift going. All are taken care of, and people have what they need. Now let me say, this is not easy. We are told to hoard and hold on to as much as we can, whether it's little or much, to let others pull themselves up by their own bootstraps, assuming that they have boots in the first place. Culture tells us that your survival depends on how much you can keep to yourself. But God is trying to do something different in our lives, in our world. It has been about 13 years since my mom died. And there isn't a day that I don't think about I wouldn't be who I am today without her giving out of her abundance. And I can only hope to be half the person she was. She rarely had a lot, you see. But when she did, she gave. Especially her time and at her kitchen table. You never, never left hungry. I must admit, I do miss her fried squash and okra, not the purple whole peas, though. This morning, when you come to another table, this table, you will be participating in the fullest expression of giving out of abundance. What you might think is simple wafer and wine is actually more than any of us can ask for or imagine. It's the body of Christ broken into pieces and given to you out of sheer abundance. It nourishes us to go out and do the work we are called to do in this world. To hear the cries of those hungry and thirsty in whatever way they might be. And to meet that need as Christ's own body, own hands and feet, that have been broken and given again and again and again to you, the body of Christ. So come. Come and taste what abundance is like. Experience it. Be nourished by it. Then out of that abundance that you have received, go.